Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Jacob. And welcome to Rookie Rundown, the sports podcast for the casual fan. This week we've got our Super Bowl special, and uh, how are we feeling? We're feeling good. I think the word of the day really to describe how we're feeling, I guess technically two words would be, I think we're flying high, unlike the Eagles. Whoa. Hey-oh. Did it again. There we go. Wow. He's so excited about that soundboard. Okay. So first things first, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't watched the Super Bowl, but this is our Super Bowl special. Honestly, if you haven't watched the Super Bowl by now or know the score, you're not going to. Okay, fair enough. The Chiefs won. The Chiefs won, yes. Offensive name, great place. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, they definitely uh, took it to them on all fronts, including the name. Um, it final. is kind of hard to be a proud fan of a team whose name you inherently don't agree with. But I'm still proud. So I don't know what that means about me as a person. The Chiefs, they won 38-35 to this past Sunday. And, I mean, it was, it was a very close game all the way to the end. It really was. It really was. I haven't had a chance to look at the stats, but I'm pretty sure, Jacob, we saw a lot of defensive touchdowns. We saw one. And oh, I then, thought it was two. Well, there was almost a second one, but it got overturned. Oh, they okay. They decided but. that... Guy didn't have it long enough for it to be a fumble. I didn't even know that was a thing until this year, and I feel like it's everywhere now. It is. No, seriously, it is. Yeah, I mean, what was that defensive player? It was number Uh, 10. Nick Bolton, 32. He was number 32, yeah. Yeah, I think, no offense, Patrick Mahomes was named the MVP. That would be the Chiefs quarterback. Um, And obviously, I like Patrick Mahomes, but I really think the defense for Kansas City probably should have gotten that. Which is surprising, because... You look at the box score and they gave up 35 points, which is not good, right? That's not a good day for a defense. But the whole game, it felt like they felt played like better it, than that. I know. It was weird. I don't I don't know how to describe it other than to say while we were watching the Super Bowl, it just – and maybe it's because in the second half, Philadelphia only scored 11 points. Now so I, maybe they just finished strong, yes. which is the best time to – to do that, of course. And I mean, it's important to know that the Chiefs were behind. They were. Going into halftime, the score was Philadelphia 24 and Kansas City 14. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not an insignificant deficit. It, it really was. It wasn't. I mean, I was stressed watching it. I was very stressed. Yeah, I mean, I was stressed for you. I wasn't super stressed, but I was stressed for you. Um, I was very stressed, so. In um, in the second half, I'm, I have the box score pulled up. So in the first half, they alternated scores. It went Eagles touchdown, Chiefs touchdown, Eagles touchdown, Chiefs touchdown, Eagles touchdown, and then as time expired, the Eagles kicked a field goal. And then it went in the second half, Chiefs touchdown, Eagles touchdown, Chiefs touchdown, then another Chiefs touchdown, and then an Eagles touchdown. And then to finish, the Kansas City kicked the game-winning field goal with eight seconds left. And I had my jersey over my eyes that whole eight seconds. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, how else did the teams look? Well, there was a critical holding penalty called on the Eagles at the end of the game. Um, and that was kind of a... A stain, I would I guess is the best way to describe it. It was kind of a stain on the overall 
performance for the Eagles, but I think it was a pretty clean game, and both offenses looked good, and both defenses, I mean, they kind of looked mortal. Yeah, I mean, I was really hoping it was going to be like a blowout game, and it wasn't. So that was stressful, but it was still a fun-ish game to watch. I'm lying. It was not fun. I was stressed the whole time. Well, at, at one point, so as we've mentioned in our past episodes, Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes has been dealing with a high ankle sprain. And at one point, he went to, like, he ran, and he got tackled around the ankles. And he came up, and he, like, they have a camp. Of course, you know, they have probably, like, 35 cameras there, if not more. Um, and they had one trained on his face, and you could see like he was on the verge of tears. Like, yeah, the it pain was painful. that bad. Yeah, and obviously, do your own research on NFL painkiller practices, but I'm sure he probably couldn't feel his ankle at all with what they were giving him before the game. Probably so not. If he could feel it like that, that's uh, that's not great. Not at all. But let's talk about what people really want to know, which is all the secondary Super Bowl stuff. Where are we going to start? Puppy Bowl? Let's start the Puppy Bowl, yeah. So the Puppy Bowl this year, the winners were Team Fluff. So if you've never watched the Super Bowl, there's Team Fluff and Team Rough. And they compete for the Lombardi Trophy. We love it. You can watch this on um, HBO Max or Discovery Plus if you missed it. And a Pomeranian named Pickle was crowned as the game's MVP. I I would love to know what stats they use to determine who the MVP is. You know, honestly, I have no idea. Maybe it's the cutest one? Oh, yes. We agree with that. We agree. This was the largest competition, yet there were a hundred and over 120 dogs competing. Uh, was the Puppy Bowl halftime better than the Super Bowl halftime, or where would you Well, I it? you know, I actually I am embarrassed to admit this, but I missed... The halftime show for Aww. the puppy bowl. <laughs> what I are we doing? No, I know, I know. Um, but I think all of the players really won because the puppy bowl has a one hundred percent adoption rate every year. I know, and that's fantastic. It it is a cute sideshow. Oh, he, okay. Wait, I found. I've looked it up. I found out why MVP Pickle won MVP. He. <laughs> was picked up by a ref, and he held his paw out to shush the ref. <laughs> Elite trolling move by Pickle. Yes. Okay, here's how they they score by dragging a chew toy into the end zone. Okay, I did know that. I did know that they actually do, like, legitimately keep track of the score. And you do, you lose points for fouls, such as a, quote, turd on the 20. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, being house trained is an important part of your life skills as a dog. So it's really preparing yes. them for the next And steps. I will say that MVP Pickle also scored the first two touchdowns for Team Fluff. Oh, so he so more than, he, he did his job. He ran over 300 yards without an interference in the first touchdown. Wow, that's impressive. It's not real yards, I'm pretty yards. sure. So He's probably just running back and forth and back and forth before he finally went in and in, so. Yeah. Um, Went in an end zone. I'm wow, in love with these puppies. That's the that's the story. Well, as you should be. And in case you're wondering, you can actually legitimately online find a play-by-play with who made what scores and how many points they got. 
I, I'm not surprised. Okay, but what do you what would you guess the ending score would be? Seventy three to sixty. No, eighty seven to eighty three. It was a real nail biter. Uh, they actually went into overtime over a double touchdown. Wow! Made as two dogs clutch the same toy, which apparently makes it a double touchdown. Huh. That's cute. So I just want everyone to know how freaking adorable it is. What other side shows did we have in the Super Bowl this year? Halftime? Um, the halftime show. All right. So, Jacob, you want to introduce who our halftime performer was? Well, this year's halftime performer was Rihanna. Uh, she didn't have, surprisingly, didn't have anybody like make a surprise appearance, which I guess it's not surprising there wasn't a surprise appearance. But normally I think of there being multiple performers during the halftime show, mm-hmm. whether that's like it's a group and there's multiple people singing, but she just sang the entire time. Like it was just her, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, and I mean, and she's a well, good... Well, I guess it technically wasn't just her. Yes, well, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, I thought it was a good performance. I think she's a really strong singer. Um, And I thought her dancing was good too, but I guess it we're just used to seeing like... Oh, who was the performer? When did J-Lo and Shakira do the Super Bowl? That was 2020. Because, like, the difference is they're dancers first, it feels like, and, like, singers second. Mm-hmm. And she is a singer first, a dancer second. And, and so I the think, entertainment. Yeah, it was just, like, was a flesh. different type of entertainment. But I thought it was still, you know, really good. I like her songs. I knew all of them, which is rare for a Super Bowl halftime show. Because, like, normally if it's, like, when it was the weekend, I knew, like, two of the songs. And, I mean, Rihanna's been producing hits for, like, 15 years. Yeah. So, she has a track record. I also read it was her first time performing in, like, six years, I want to say. Six or seven years. Like, a live performance? The live performance, yeah. I mean, I don't, I can't even fathom what the royalty payments she makes are. So, I don't really blame her. Yeah. I think she has she has a son now, right? So maybe yeah, she, she has a son who was born in May of 2022. That's her first kid? Uh-huh. And then, uh. Jacob, do you want to let anyone who might have been under a rock know <laughs> the other big news? Uh, she announced that she was pregnant, which was insinuated during the performance and then confirmed afterwards. Yes, which was good because, I mean, quite honestly, it was all we could talk about at our house. We were hosting a Super Bowl party, and it was like... All we could talk about was, am I crazy or does she look pregnant? Because it's like, well, she just had a baby, so it make like I don't want to like body shame her, but that she was like rubbing her belly, and so it was just like we, it kind of distracted from the show, honestly, because uh-huh. we spent the whole time like, are we all crazy? And nobody wants to say like anything rude about did she just gain weight or something like that? Yeah, because there's nothing wrong there's with nothing that. Wrong with, but but she was like the way she was rubbed. It was, just it weird. was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Santa Claus vibes. The other part of her performance that I really enjoyed was like there was a moment where she like paused in between songs and reapplied her makeup. And so the first time I saw that, I was like, that's weird. Like, why is she reapplying her makeup? But then someone pointed out to me that she has her own makeup company, Fenty. I mean, they don't do just makeup, but she was, like, promoting it. So, like, good for her. Stay hustling. And, I mean, she's not getting paid to do the halftime show. Yes, I read that, that she didn't get any money from it. It's just exposure, which is, I mean, on the one hand, like, it is a prestigious thing. There's only been 57 halftime performers, and there have been repeats, right? So, 
it is an honor in one way, but also it's a concert and they should be paying you to be there. I, I told you when we were watching it that I didn't think she was getting paid and you honestly I just didn't think believe that's a, me. No, I didn't. I think that's a racket. But I guess, you know, they'll oh, find I guess somebody they, else to do it They for do free. get paid, but they get paid on the union scale. Huh. Interesting. So the NFL covers the cost of the show and it covers travel cost, but um, it really doesn't pay her anything. Interesting. They just get paid like any other seasonal employee of the NFL, right? Is that pretty much what you're saying? Yeah, it says union scale, but I'm not finding a definition of what union scale is. I'm sure there's a scale for the NFL workers. Yeah, it's just interesting, right? Oh, the other interesting thing was, um, uh, what am I trying to say? Oh, yeah, so when we were on Twitter following you know, the halftime show, mostly trying to find out if Rihanna was pregnant or not. Rihanna's name was trending on Twitter, but it was trending twice because people were misspelling it. No. Yes. So oh. it was trending on Twitter as Rihanna spelled R-H-I-A-N-N-A. And it was also trending as the proper spelling R-I-H-A-N-N-A. Yes, it's not great. Not at all. Come on now. Yeah. So I'm surprised it crazy? wasn't like R Y A N A Rihanna. Yeah. So I guess it makes Sound sense. Sound it out. I mean, maybe people are confused because I feel like I've seen it. I've seen her called like Riri, and I feel like I've seen it like. Yeah, like I think I've nickname? seen it. Yeah, yeah, I think I've seen it spelled like. I want to say I've seen it spelled like R H R R H I instead of R I H R H or R I R I. I don't know. Honestly, I'm like totally I'm not a dedicated fan. So mm-hmm. I like her music, but I'm just not a dedicated fan. But yeah, so it was just interesting because I, I mean, like how embarrassing that she's trending on Twitter twice because people can't spell her name. It is. But yeah. the fact she was trending with a typo is still pretty impressive. Also, I looked it up, and they mean they pay union dues for her backup dancers. She does not get paid. But she doesn't have to cover the, okay, cost, the cost of the performance. Okay, the cost of the performance. Okay, so it's just a net zero. Still not great. Yeah. Also, what did you think of the backup dancers? I mean, there have been some shows in the past where I feel like the backup dancers were way above my skill level, but I feel like if I was in a workshop for about four hours, I could have probably learned the dance moves. Now, I wouldn't have been cool standing on those UFO platforms mm-hmm. like she was announcing mm-hmm. she's reconstructing the Galactic Empire. But, I mean, yeah. Yeah, and just for anyone that didn't see it, there were, like, floating platforms in the air that they were dancing on. And by they, I mean backup dancers as well as Rihanna. Yeah. And at one point, Rihanna was seeing, was, what was it, Shine Bright Like a Diamond? Was it when she was I seeing think so. that? Yeah. And you could, like, see the platform moving. It was kind of scary. I like you could literally see it shaking. Yeah, I, I would not have been secure in that environment. Um, <laughs> they did like move up and down, and there is a vid. They were harnessed in, so you know, whatever. But there is a video of one of the dancers almost falling off the back of it, <gasps> like he just trips on his coat because they're all wearing coats. Yeah, and he just kind of like stumbles a little bit while doing a move. And I was like, oh, I did not tr- for me. Yeah, man. I did think their their outfits me. were just like really puffy. I it think was that's definitely the, the vibe, though, because she had a long red, like, fur coat, 
Yeah, I mean, so like, I'm was, I'm not a big fashion person, but I did read somewhere that it's part of, like, inflatable fashion, like, puffy fashion being in right now. Once oh, again, saw this, like, in passing on Twitter, so, so don't quote me, me on it, but... I, I'm I guess like the last puffy person to jackets and stuff are in. Um, the other funny part I noticed was a camera. The camera people they made them wear the same costumes as the backup dancers, so it wouldn't ruin the aesthetic. Yeah, I mean I don't know if anyone else saw that, but I, <laughs> I swear I saw that. it. And so it were the people sense. sitting next to me. It would make sense. Yeah, because it was like when she was they were filming like her like walking toward the camera guy, and the camera guy was wearing or woman I couldn't tell was wearing like. The same outfit. The same outfit, yeah. Huh. So, anyway, that was the Super Bowl halftime show. I would watch it. It was interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it was the first time Apple Music has sponsored the halftime show. I noticed that because it used to be the Pepsi, Pepsi halftime yeah. show. Yeah. So, this was mm. their first one. So, good for them, I guess. Multi-million dollar Truly corporation. Dollar, yeah. They um, don't need our sympathy. The other big Super Bowl thing we haven't talked about yet is commercials. You're right. So... I guess for me, the commercial that stuck out the most was the barbecue Doritos commercial. Do you remember this one? I'm going to be honest. So as Ali mentioned, we are hosting. So I spent most of the commercial breaks playing the host, where I was cleaning up and prepping food and stuff like that. Um, yes, that's fair. I mean, I also went back and re-watched the commercials in preparation for this segment. So I also like missed some of them while they were happening, but I went back and like watched them. So there was one where it was Jack Harlow and he gives up playing hip hop to play the triangle, the musical instrument. Okay, yeah. Do you remember this? Uh-huh. And Missy Elliott's in it. It's like, this is crazy. I totally missed this one. And then like everyone is, it shows like everyone being like super into triangles and like there's triangles everywhere, and, and then they all turn into Doritos. No, and then at the end you find out it's because of Doritos, because I guess they're releasing barbecue flavored Doritos. And also, Elton John was in it at the end. I I didn't. I don't, the only one I remember is the Two B TV commercial. I don't know if you're gonna get. No, to that okay, one. you should talk about that one. I didn't have it on my list. So. Tubi TV had a commercial where it made it look like somebody had changed the channel to go to Tubi TV. And so a bunch of people, not it's us. me. No, it was me. I was yelling at you, remember? Oh, yeah. Allie did actually do that. Why did you change the channel? I was like, Jacob, change it back. But it was just the commercial. The commercial was making you think that you accidentally changed the channel to Tubi TV. So for like 15 seconds, everybody was like, what is going on? I mean, like everyone was screaming. And then it it was just a two B T V commercial. So while it did bring them notoriety, I don't think anybody saw that and was like, Oh, I want two B T V now. Yeah, I, I saw it and I thought that was really clever of two B T V. It was clever. Just annoying. But it, I have absolutely no inclination to get two B T V. Yeah. Me yeah. either. Another fun commercial that honestly you would have thought was hilarious if you'd seen it. So there was a beer commercial for I think Bush Light, yeah, Bush Light. And you know that song, like, Angel by Sarah McLaughlin? Yeah, like, in the arms of the angel. Yeah. That one, okay. Yeah. The so one the, they did for, like, ASPCA Yeah, so it, the commercial is the Bush guy talking about what you need when you're camping, and it's like, 
you need food and you need a cold beer. And he like holds a bush light and then he's like, you need shelter. And he has a tent and he like opens up the tent and it's Sarah McLaughlin. McLaughlin. I always thought it was McLaughlin, but it's spelled, it doesn't have a G in it. Anyway, Sarah McLaughlin. And she is in the tent and she starts singing that song. (laughs) And then she starts her little intro about for just dollars a day, you can find help, help, you can find helpless animals shelter. But then the guy, like the bush light guy, interrupts her and is like, Sarah, wrong kind of shelter. <laughs> and then there's like a, a wolf behind Sarah and he's like, and that's not a dog. That's a wolf. <laughs> and a then wolf? he's like, wolf. <laughs> Don't make fun of my speech impediment. I, was, I, you, I thought you were making a joke. Anyway, and then he's like, you need bush light for your next camping trip. Like, find the outdoors. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so that one was pretty hilarious. I missed that one. Like, I remembered seeing the bush light part, but I totally missed the singing part until I watched it today. Um, the other commercial I'll highlight is the Dunkin' Donuts one. So, um, oh, what is that guy? Ben Affleck. You know, he's married to J-Lo. Yes, uh-huh. So, it's Ben Affleck working a Dunkin' Donuts drive through Oh, brother. And asking people if they recognize him. So it's a hilarious combination of people trying to take selfies with him through the drive through window. So is this like a candid camera, like, actually filmed? I have no idea. I think so, but maybe, That's, maybe not. Those I don't are know. fun commercials. I like anyway, commercials so like it's that. him, like, him working Dunkin' Donuts drive through and it's like, some people recognize him. They're trying to take a picture. Some he's like, do you recognize me? And, like, one guy's like, no. <laughs> So that's really funny. And then at the end of the commercial, J-Lo drives up and rolls down her window. And she looks at him and says, is this what you do when you say you go to work? And so Ben Affleck's <laughs> like, oh, I'll explain. And J-Lo's like, well, grab me a glazed. <laughs> I'm like, that's the end of commercial. That's funny. It's funny. Okay, one more commercial I thought was funny. So Pepsi did a commercial, is it great acting or great taste? So they had two versions of the commercial, one with Ben Stiller and one with, um, oh, what's that actor I really like? Steve Martin. And so they act, like, they do, like, little scenes, like, when I act, I make you think I'm cold. And it shows, like, a scene from a movie of, like, someone being really cold. And then it's, like, I make you think I'm happy. And it's, like them like winning a game being happy so like there's two separate commercials they don't do it together but it's like ben stiller has a commercial and steve martin and they're both acting and then at the end they like take a sip of dr pepper and are like is it actually good or they say am i acting or not so wait, it was pepsi or dr pepper it was pepsi zero. Oh, okay but they drink dr pepper no, did I say Dr. Pepper? Uh, yeah, it can. No, it was an accident. I'm. It's oh, okay. Pepsi Zero. The commercial is a Pepsi Zero commercial. Oh, I thought they were like dunking on Dr. Pepper and saying, I'm acting when I say it has great taste or something. No, it's like, it's like supposed to be making you wonder if Pepsi Zero is actually good uh, or if they're just actors. Uh-huh. And so then the, the tagline is like, the only way you'll know is if you try. Or like, uh-huh. I mean, I think they said it cuter than that, but it's like... That's the moral of the story. Yeah, like, you'll never know if they're actually acting or if it's actually good unless you try it yourself. Yeah. So I just thought that was fun. That is fun. Yeah. So anyway, if you missed them, the the one that I would skip would be the Uber One commercial. That was the one with P. Diddy. 
I don't know if you're paying attention. Is to that this the one, one where I don't write jingles? Yes. I only saw like a snippet of that one. And it I was don't... weird. Okay. And it had nothing to do with Uber One, which was confusing. Well, I mean, most Super Bowl commercials have limited correlation. It's like 29 seconds of random stuff and then one second flash of the brand. Yeah. Uh, some other highlights were like there was a Greece themed commercial. I did see that there one. There was a Rockstar commercial. And that one. Did you see the clueless one uh-uh. with Sarah Silverstone? Anyway, so if you're like me and you missed a lot of the commercials, I would find a like a video. You okay, Jacob? Sorry, there was just a, a fly and I tried to get it. Okay. If you were like us and you missed a lot of the commercials, I would go online and find a compilation because there were some funny ones. But I would say overall, the commercials weren't as funny as last year. I remember last year's as not being very funny. Wow, maybe we just have rose-colored glasses about the whole thing. I mean, let me go back and see if I can't find our notes from our episode from last our year. our episode last year, yeah. From like, episode 13. I don't know, last year we were paying more attention to the to the commercials, so. No, okay, no, there are some good ones on there. Well, can you remind us? So there was the Coinbase, which... Had the bouncing QR code, like the oh, uh, that DVD one menu. Was that so one was funny. good. Um, the Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Land of Loud Flavors, where Guy Fieri was going through the different <gasps> the Flavor Town ones. Flavor Town ones. Yeah, he's the mayor of Flavor Town. And then there was the Push It Flaming Hot, where like the sloth, deer, and bears and other animals try to steal someone's uh, Cheetos. And so then yes, there was the Pringles. Where the guy had his hand stuck in the can. Oh, there was a Pringles like commercial this year, but I did not see it, but I heard it had Megan Trainer in it. So anyway, you know, we're recording this on Valentine's Day, so maybe we can watch a compilation as our Valentine's Day thing. Oh, how cute. Yeah. Romance isn't dead, people. But anyway, so the Super Bowl has lots to offer other than just football, you know? Yeah, so it's I a complete it's entertainment package. Yeah. Um, just to get back to the football a little bit, I did want to point out, that there were three first in this Super Bowl. So this was the first Super Bowl that featured two black quarterbacks playing against each other. It was the first Super Bowl where brothers faced off. That would be Travis Kelsey of the Chiefs and Jason Kelsey of the Eagles. And it was the first Super Bowl where two number one seeds played each other. Wow. That is really impressive. Yeah, so shout out, you know, I love the gist. Um, so they did an article that was like Super Bowl by the numbers. Um, and it was really interesting. So another number I'll highlight other than all those first. So 14, to quote the gist, the number of times Mahomes passed to Kelsey for a touchdown this postseason, which put the duo one shy of tying Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. As in... He caught 14 touchdowns in the postseason this year or all time? You know, it doesn't say. It's got to be all time. I think it has to be all time. There's no way that they scored 14 touchdowns in But, four you know, they're all saying like. Or three games. I think. They're all saying that the Chiefs are looking like a. Um, what do they call that? You know, like a, a. Dynasty? Dynasty. They're saying the Chiefs are looking like a dynasty. So plenty of time to just get even better. I, the hard part is now that Mahomes will have his big contract kick in, 
they're going to have a hard time signing new players and fitting them in the salary cap. That's what handicaps teams and why most teams don't repeat unless their quarterback takes a team-friendly deal. Okay, fair enough. Um, I will also just mention one more thing about the Super Bowl. Jacob, you know about this because I've told you about this, but what do you think about the conspiracy theory regarding Patrick Mahomes having children? That when he has a kid, they win the Super Bowl? Yes. So there is a conspiracy theory, for those not familiar, that every time Patrick Mahomes and his wife, Brittany Matthews, have a child, they win the Super Bowl. This happened once, but as they say when they're talking about Phineas and Ferb, it's weird that it happened twice. Yeah, like once is a coincidence, twice is a pattern. Yeah, so the theory being that the first time Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl, he and his wife had a baby. Then they just had their second child, and he won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So if you're from Kansas City, you'll see a lot of memes about they have to have 12 children, you know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> but anyway, w- what's your thoughts on it? I I think it's just coincidence. I don't think there's any substance to it. Um, but it is it is fun that that's the case still. I yeah, like and theories. there was another Chiefs player, I can't remember his name, but his wife gave oh, birth to oh, twins. Nicole Hardman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw this. Yeah, that's crazy. It I is mean, crazy. Like, well, it was like, what, the day of it the Super It was the day Bowl? of, yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know, just interesting. Yeah. Well, Jacob, any other Super Bowl thoughts? I I don't think so. I think that's it. I guess, well, it's like Christmas. We'll just have to wait 365 days-ish until the next one. Uh, I'm sure that's what the NFL wants. All they want is our money. No, I know it. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's. We'll see you next week. New episodes are released on Wednesday mornings. Oh, and uh, don't forget to keep sports simple, stupid.